tell him back when the heat is on. I fire back in this cold world where your light is at. Let's burn it down. Fire back. You can tell him that I've been from hell and back. We're live! <laughs> I think I just done blew oh out my, my gosh. I don't think I can hear anymore. I think I'm deaf. Holy cow. <laughs> Jeepers, boy. Dang. I think I blew out them speakers. You done gone and blew out my eardrums, what you did. Yeah, my headphones are no longer working. <laughs> Come again? Dang. Huh? All right, all right. Your ears are okay? All right. <laughs> all right, well, welcome to the Unapologetic Podcast. I am your man, Mr. Chuck, and this is... Billy Ball, boy. Billy Ball. Now... We have something special for y'all today. I say that every time, Donna. You do, but it is, special. it is special. It is special every time. It's specialer than the last time. It is. It uh, is. We are progressively... Is special a word? It's not. You, Can you, you Google it and see if it is? Because I feel like that's a word I use it a lot in my vocab. You got to stop. Okay, I'm sorry. You got to <laughs> <laughs> I just want to make sure it's a word. Bring that's out all. your Googles. Hold what, on. What'd you say? The, the, What's the word? Specialer? Like more specialer special. than... Sarah. Before. Sarah. Sarah. <laughs> is specialer er a word? I found this on the web. Nope. That's not it. Done gone, not a word. Okay. Dang. I'm still going to use it. I don't care. Okay. You can use that. Well, specialer in the Listen. Last. To all our 999 million followers. 99 million. It's almost a billion. Almost a billion. You know, it, it, we, it only took us one podcast to get 999 million. No, no. I but mean, we can't get that one more to get us the billion. How the freak does that make any sense? Listen. Listen. Shoot. We've been we need to talk to our marketing, bar, our marketing place. <laughs> marketing department. Talk to them. Like, hey, we gotta talk what to we got to do to get that billion, boy? We gotta talk get to going our, on there. Dang. You gotta, shoot. You, got you guys could get fired if you don't get going already. Sorry, I'm passion. on one. You got, I'm on one you today. got some passion. I just can't help it. All right, well, what are we just holding mics right now, aren't we? Judas Priest, man. <laughs> Give me a second to speak. You, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Proceed. You sure, this is your proceed. Job. Go ahead. That's my word. Procure. All right. <laughs> Illuminati. All right. Well, today we are going to talk about how craving attention. Causes you to lose your purpose. Very good. And this is a very interesting subject. Yep. Because, you know, you think about it right off the bat. You're like, oh, that don't that don't make no sense, sort of. But listen to what we're about to say, because it's going to blow your mind. I'm going to say it again. How craving attention causes you to lose your purpose. In other words, you lose who you really are and you therefore cannot truly be unapologetic mm. so what what does that mean how what what is the what is definition of you know craving attention there uh billy ball well it's interesting because when you say it it almost makes me think like what are you talking about craving attention like some some little toddler out there dancing around trying to get people's attention that's kind of what we think about yeah. like we think as adults we don't crave other people's attention but we do we do we do we, we do. do we do it in different avenues like through social media um or we're trying to just in a group setting say something very very profound or impressive with the sole purpose of impressing the group 
whether it be political or whatever it might be, you're doing it. Okay. And what, 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 uh, kind of inspired me on this subject? I was listening to them dumb darn Ted Talk. Them Ted Talk, man. They don't get you. I'll get them Ted Talk sometimes, the podcasts and the books and all that stuff that I like to just feed my mind with. But it was that Joseph Gordon Levitt. I think that's his name. He's the guy on Batman. Robin. Joseph Gordon Levitt. (laughs) Is that what his name is? I have no idea. Anyways, he was talking about how craving attention. Uh, stifles creativity. Oh, what he was starting to talk about, and his main subject was about how you know his purpose, his kind of um, going through the whole craving the attention through the the twitters and the uh, different social medias as he's becoming famous and different things like that. He even related it back when he was a kid. He was a young actor. And he wanted to impress everybody and wanted to tell everybody all the time that he, he was on some TV show back in the day. And he kept on telling people and everybody was like, you need to stop being a show off. And it ended up turning out like where people were making fun of him instead of he getting attention like he was at the beginning. But, you know, it's it's just a matter of what I was thinking about it as like as far as like craving attention help kind of hurt you losing like following your purpose and the main thing he talked about at the end of it was how when he was uh he he's 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 almost feels like the opposite of creative craving attention is paying attention right wow and paying attention and he 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 likened it to now he strives to pay attention and find collaborators in his field and other people to learn things from those people he used to be like the whole craving attention and everybody's your competitor. And if they get more attention than I do, then I'm going to be mad about it. Kind of like the whole political scene thing. If people don't agree with my views, instead of paying attention and listening and hearing them out, we're all just want to get around and just get mad at each other and argue and get nowhere with it. And that's an example of it. But I mean, like, is it, and I guess the whole thing that I want to get going here is how do we pay attention and really listen to people and learn from each other? Because there's there's always good little tidbits that you learn from other people if you're willing to listen. But that's the problem. Nobody wants to listen. Everybody wants their their tribe that we talked about, their their point of view. And if they if they ha- anything that comes comes to that, anything that challenges maybe their core point of view. They don't even want to, like, listen to it at all. They don't even want to even try to to listen to it. They just want to push it aside, and they want to get violent with their words and get all crazy and put these big old rants on Facebook, 20 pages long about gun control or whatever the crap it is. <laughs> Sounds you know like I mean? you've had experience. <laughs> no, I didn't. There's some times where I did rant, and it was stupid. And I like, no, I after, I got in, after I got done, I felt good. I'm like, shoot. Felt good, and then the next person wrote down something that argued that point and got absolutely nowhere. Yeah, like it was just like it accomplished it accomplished zero. I want to I want to go I want to dive into this for a second. Go what you said it, was was super profound. So you're saying instead of craving attention, we should pay attention. Yes, I love that. That is. You should write a book or something. Oh my gosh, <laughs> you're smart. You should write a Shoot. book. Oh. Shoot, dang. My my phone cracked it. My, uh, my headphone. Uh, my headphones cracked. Good. All right, but shoot, dang! You should write a book. You're smart because that is that is real. 
Um, and when we say, for all those listeners out there, when we say craving attention, we don't mean like your child that's being neglected is craving attention that he or she rightfully deserves and you're neglecting. We're not talking about that kind of attention. It goes back to what you were saying. Craving attention, it's almost like envy or greed, mm. right? It's like you're trying envy, to... That's a big one. Yeah, it's like I'm so envious of these people or that thing. <clears throat> I want to crave the attention to be on top. I want to be the best. And it's like, it's almost envy. I, when I think about it, it's like envy. And the, you know, opposite of envy is being, you know, peaceful and humble, humility, learning, listening, paying attention, mm. not just craving attention. So I was listening. You, you guys always hear, you know, Billy Bob over here saying he listening to podcasts and to TED Talks. You never hear me say that because you think I'm stupid. But I ain't. You ain't stupid, boy. I listen to some of them things. Shoot, you smart. You should write a book or something. Oh, dang, boy. Dang, that like my headphone cracked out about 15 times right now. <laughs> but did you hear what I said or yeah, no? Yeah, I heard you, you say You got it? Okay, good. Write a book or something. All right. Now, no, smart. Now, listen. Now, I was I was watching a, uh, a video on the YouTubes. Was it about other. quantum physics? It actually was. <laughs> Listen, listen, <laughs> listen, <laughs> listen, listen, I'm listening, listen. I'm listening, boy. Now, I was watching a video on Quantum Realm in the intergalactic circle, <laughs> but listen, there's a man called- You're kind me. of an expert on that. I, I, I really enjoy it. I yeah. really enjoy physics. Now, now, um, there's a man named Neil deGrasse Tyson. Oh, I know that guy. You know Neil? Shoot. Shoot, dang. He's now, on them uh, TV shows on Discovery is. Channel every he once in a while. Okay. Now, he, he has, if y'all don't know, he has an IQ of close to 200 or more. The dude is a genius. He's like Einstein smart. I ain't even tripping. Now, you can say what you want about him. Sometimes he's a goober or whatever, but he said something profound the other day that struck me and nothing to do with black holes or gravity or electrons or string theory or the quantum realm <laughs> he said he said i'm not smart because i study you know i'm not smart because i know all these math equations I, i'm smart and i understand because i listen to every single person Every time you believe in God, great. Doesn't mean I do. I'm not, I'm talking about Neil. I do as, as uh, Chuck over here, but Neil deGrasse Tyson doesn't, he doesn't discredit you for throwing out something, you know, saying, you know, God exists or, you know, this is the theory that's correct, or this is the thing that's right, or, you know, whatever happens he he listens to every single person because if there is a chance of it happening it might happen it's like it's like uh uh murphy's law whatever can happen will happen if there is a point zero 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 one percent chance of something happening in the billion in the 14.3 billion years of the universe age it's probably going to happen hmm. like there's a chance it's going to happen 
So he he takes everything. I mean, that's a extreme, but he he literally listens to every single person. He said, the more you listen and the more you take from every, like you were saying, take from every single person the positive you create you create friendships you create power you you gain knowledge that is exceeds the quantum realm you just you understand so much more and you are you are building yourself you're building your person and your purpose instead of you know fighting with people but that, that's what that's when you said that that's what brought it all up in my head. I was like, because a lot of people in the scientific world that try to argue and yell and this is right and that's right. And he's like, okay, I believe you. Maybe it could be possible. And it just freaks people out. They're like, what? <laughs> they don't know what to do about it. Anyways, you know what I'm saying, though? I do. I absolutely. I'm just wondering, like, that's like the key, right? It's a listening. In my profession, in our profession, I forget you're still a salesperson even though you sell furniture. <laughs> Just kidding. I shouldn't discredit that. Anybody else laughing? You, uh, I you was laughing? You I laughing? was the only one. You laughing? I take it back. I'm no, sorry. I, only reason I bring that up because me, me and Chuck used to work together like like brothers and then he traded. He was a trader. I'm a trader. It's okay. I still like Trader him. Joe's? <laughs> like Trader Joe's? Trader Joe's has some good... Cookie butter. Have you read that? Cookie butter. What the Boy, heck? what's cookie butter? You never had cookie butter. I never had cookie butter. Get out of town. What the hell is cookie butter? Oh my gosh, boy. You get yourself some cookie butter over at Trader Joe's. I feel like Joe's. that's going to give me diabetes. <laughs> it will probably I feel like it'll make me happy, though. It, it will make you happy for sure. Dude, I did, I'm not even kidding you. I put that cookie butter on everything. 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 It's like, it's like the ranch sauce 2.0. Cause you know you put ranch sauce on everything, so it's like like sweet tasting ranch. It basically is like the the sweet spectrum of ranch, ranch sauce. Wow, that's like yeah. it's that like cookie sense. butter, okay. sweet. Okay, ranch sauce, salty. Sometimes you can interchange. If you, you can see to. what he's doing with his hands right hey, he now, because now it's a video ball. <laughs> okay, there it is. Cookie back, butter, back on track. Ranch. Shoot, I lost my I, No, I, I love it. You got me going. But listen, no, that's what I meant. Listening. Listening. <laughs> you got to listen, boy. Because if you listen, then you can learn something. That's the thing, though, too, is like people are so like ready just to give their opinion that they're just like waiting. Like just prime and ready. Okay, this person's going to get done talking, and I'm going to give some profound opinion right here. <laughs> Instead of being like, why didn't you just listen to what that person just said? Yeah. They li- missed every single thing that person just said yeah. and got no meaning out of it. It's that's hilarious. I don't know if y'all if y'all out there have had this similar experience whether you're in church, the workplace, in a, an event, but someone will say one thing out of their mouth and the next person just thinking, right what you said just oh, what am I going to say next instead of listening. Yeah. Right? We must listen hear the words then respond then give your opinion then then relate you know but the i I love where this is going this is spicy i like it it's making me all feel giddy inside and i feel like you know that first time when you pick a booger and flick it out the window you know (laughs) i don't know if i remember that yeah that was a terrible analogy 
<laughs> when did you transition from eating your boogers to flicking boogers when you were a kid? Do you know? Do you remember that moment? I do. Do you really? I really do. Holy I really God. do. One time. So I'll tell you. I was. I think I was about 10. 10? You eating your boogers at 10? <laughs> <laughs> Shoot, man! Listen, 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 listen. I'm listening. I wasn't oh saying. man, I'm all ears right now, boy. You eat the burgers at ten? I can't wait till this go. Please, please, please proceed. Man, we just need to just take this podcast subject and just change it from just the subject needs to be when when Chuck went transition when Chuck transitioned from eating his boogers to flicking his boogers. All you people that don't understand, okay, is boys all go through this. They all do. It's it's one unspoken growing up here <laughs> that nobody ever talks about that we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about it a little bit because it's not really on subject, but I'm very intrigued Listen. to know about when when Chuck decided to stop eating boogers and flicking it. Listen, okay. Now, it wasn't per se the day I stopped eating them, but I found this. Don't try to backpedal okay, now. You, you stop eating your boogers at Ted. You at ten. One day, one day, I was like, maybe these boogers don't taste too good. <laughs> Listen, and I said, and I found the greatest place known to man, the underside of your bed. <laughs> Listen, listen, I don't flick them boogers till this day. You go in my car, everything's clean. You reach your hand under that bottom seat, you're going to get a handful of boogers. <laughs> Boy, your wife's gonna hear this. She gonna kill you. Right, lie, she, she knows. Gonna, oh, she, she knows. Does? She goes to adjust the seat. Gets a couple boogers on. <laughs> <laughs> to this day, that was one of the greatest days of my life. You talking about me eating boogers till ten? Good. Well, that's when I found the underside of stuff. And you go anywhere I've been in this world, under under somewhere, there's a booger. Oh my! Under God. the underside of the bed, every hotel I've ever stayed at, a booger. <laughs> Or you get the little edge of your bed, like right at Man. the mattress, where your wife can kind of see it. She's like, "Is there a booger here?" You're like, "No." Those things, those things become pretty dang crusty, boy. It's like almost like, like have you ever tried to scrub them out or anything? That's difficult. Like you got to get like once in a blue moon, I'll go under my seat in my truck and etch them off with them. You got to get scrapers. You got to get those scrapers. <laughs> You gotta get a scraper, metal scraper, and it ain't even come off. You ain't lying. They're flicking everywhere, getting your eyeball. Getting your eye. <laughs> what is that, boy? Booger mom. Hey, we are disgusting. Man, we're sick. Wow. wow. So, what I feel like is, to an extent, we've talked about this in other podcasts, but when you're craving attention, most of the time, it's out of you know greed or 
Lust. Let me ask you. Sorry to interrupt. It just came. Go to ahead. Me. I don't mean to. Go ahead. What if? Because I'm always about this, like, because I feel like a lot of people's opinions are shaped by the others' opinions of them. Of them. Ooh. You know what I mean? Ooh. Like it's always like I feel like people are informed by groups, and they like look to groups to be a part of. That almost I don't know if they do it. I don't know if they do what are you it. Trying to say here, boy. I, I just I just I don't know if they they go to those they gravitate to those groups because it's like that's oh. their personality. The, the 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 groups, or if it's like more so their. That's the culture they're born in, because culture molds opinions, mm. and like we talked about in a lot of the things, like the tribe one. That tribe one was pretty deep. When we talked deep. about that one, there where we just like said, "How do you get to that next level of thinking, to where you just mold yourself?" Like Socrates, the philosopher, he always said, "Socrates." <laughs> Socrates? Dang, you messed up my whole world. I thought it was Socrates. <laughs> Dang. But I, Socrates, it's like, Socrates. that's what they talk about it. They say that they Socrates. That's his name? Is, <laughs> is, how you achieve Socrates is like, you question everything. everything. Question everything. That's what's, and you get in a group where you, where you question everything and you kind of, you kind of help each other. Can't kind of come to an answer, but I think the the, I love the, the the whole truth of it all is: Do we really come to a solidified hundred percent? I know this answer in everything we do. I had this discussion with my wife the other day. She got, she got upset with me. Damn. She says, "Don't you know this? Don't you know?" That? I said, "No. I hope. I pray. I, I really believe, but I don't know much. You know, I know." That I'm morbidly obese. <laughs> I know that and there's then you a you stopped eating your boogers at ten. There's a lot of boogers under my seat. <laughs> I know those things, but I don't know everything. I believe and I hope for great things. Mm-hmm. Um, but going back real, real quick, jump back to this. Um, nowadays, I feel like you know opinions. People like throw out things and then the kids or the people, they'll they'll join these groups, right? And then they just do stuff for attention and they don't know why. Yes. Like if you go on YouTube, 100%. you can see a lot of like a lot of really cool dudes that are unbiased. They don't they're not right wing, they ain't left wing. They're just there to question and not argue in the sense of objective learning. Like argue like have an adult argument like a um a debate right he does i can't remember his name but he goes around and he'll sit people down he says okay why why do you believe that you know abortion is right or wrong and then they'll have a discussion about it and it's, it's really quite interesting but every now and again he'll get someone in the crowd that just screaming you suck you're terrible you're evil ah! just yelling at him just just Putting all this, and he's like, "Why? Like, why? Why?" And I and and they they can't answer. They're just they're just doing it because they're just because they're a part of like the because of the group they're a part of yep. or the people they're with. They just do it right. They 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 hate God or don't believe in God because of this, or they they do believe in God or or believe in a certain aspect of this 
because of their friends and they don't know why. And it goes back to what you're saying. You got to question it. Question everything. Not, not, not like, son, don't do drugs. I'm going to question that. Let me shoot some heroin. <laughs> not like that. No, no, no. I'm talking about questioning like, like when you say, when you're, you know, when you're, when you're, dad or your mom says god's real or when your when your professor says that one thing is absolute law like there, you got to dive into things you got to indulge and view things like i was saying with neil degrasse tyson you gotta you gotta take everybody's snidbits mm. and create your own aura of light and opportunity but i think this whole socrates piece of yeah. it socrates says that you don't so great Socrates says, "Yeah, there you go. You don't ever really come to an answer. You don't. You don't. That's a, that's a, that's a crazy. That's a, but that's, that, that's almost that's like what makes you smart. But I think that also is like almost like depressing to people. It is kind of depressing. But it's like people want a definitive answer. But and and, and back to that whole group thing, like where you you said there's that one guy that they're always just getting all frustrated because in that moment, I bet they were the only one." That thought that way, mm-hmm. and so they decided to lash out. Yep, right. And they're almost looking for like more people. Like, on, where you at? Where you? Where's my group? Where's my group of people that agree with me and everything? Instead of being like, but that's like that's the problem, right? They're always looking for other people's like oh, solidifying their opinions when they just need to be able to be open to other opinions. And what? Guess what? Guess what? That that's does. the problem. Guess what that does? It deletes or your it deletes your purpose. Yep. You become nothing. Not to say that, you know, if you're going through what we're talking about, not to say that you don't have a purpose, but you lose sight of it. You When you start to just do whatever or do other things or lash out or, you know, rage and do all this, you lose sight of truly who you are. And when you take your divine brain, that the good Lord or the universe or whatever you want to call it gave you. And you use that brain to search and ponder and study and, and listen and learn. That's when you start to realize what your, what your strengths are, mm-hmm. what you're good at. And then you define your purpose and then you're unapologetic because you know who you are. One. Well, and I think too, is that the interesting thing is if you want to, if you want to like, convince somebody of your opinion like that's great but the interesting thing about that is the best way to convince somebody your opinion is you listen mm. people will listen to you if you listen to them why don't you say that one more time exactly what you just said say that one more time if you want to try to convince somebody of your opinion the best way to do that is you listen to them and they'll listen to you Kids, I want you to rewind that about three or four times and then listen to that again. And that ain't because we're old or smart or cool. That's just wisdom right there. That's truth. When you listen, people know you love them. And then they're more apt to open up. Wow, that's great. Well, that's that, and then you, your conversations become more constructive instead of yeah. destructive. Well, it's like if and I... That, that's where we're at. We're in a, we're in a world where it's just like... Everything is destructive. Like, here, I'm going to post something so, like, just out there. And, and you know you know you are. There's people oh, out they're, there. They're out there. They're, they're just, listening. They're just like, here, I'm. this is going to get a post, and I'm going to get somebody to be, like, noticing this. 
and that person's going to get pissed off, and he's going to lash out. Like, literally, that's what they're thinking in their brain. It's like, so true. I can't wait to post this and get people laughing it's out at so me. It's so true. So then I can debunk what their opinion is. To make myself be, feel better. And all it's going to be is a destructive conversation. And guess Does what? Nothing. Guess what? Nothing gets freaking accomplished. Nothing. Absolutely nothing oh these gosh. days gets freaking accomplished because everybody just wants to argue and banter back and forth instead of being like, you know what? You're my brother. Because guess what? In this world, we're all brothers and sisters. Dang it. Amen. I believe that. Amen. And yes, we have other opinions, and they are molded. If we remember that, they're molded by our culture in the group we grew up in. If we remember that, then we're going to be more susceptible to listen and listen to where somebody freaking comes from, where they're coming from on that, and what they've experienced. Because guess what? Their life experiences is molded their opinions, and they might have something to bring to the table for you to learn. Because guess what? We don't have all the same life experience. We don't experience the same things. Just like we learned from Sam Baducci. I've never been put on fire or never been used as a human dartboard. But guess what? If I listen to Sam Baducci, he's got something to tell me. Yeah. And he's gonna. I'm gonna learn That's something from powerful him. man. That's I, real. I just, I just get passionate about it because it's. That's I am not. Real. I am not the argumentative type. I wow. hate it. Yeah. I absolutely hate it because every time I've argued with somebody, absolutely nothing comes. Nothing comes from it. All I've left is frustrated, pissed off, and and still that person's not convinced. And a little and bit. Our relationship is a little been bit squ- squidgy. Yeah, and our, it's squidgy. You got a little bit like that squidgy. Booty sweat. Like you get a little bit. Yeah. No, well, well, what I, you know, I got to put this in there. I'm sorry for all y'all that do this. You know who you are. When I'm scrolling through the gram and I see, warning, tangent. I love it. <laughs> you know it's coming. You just, I love it. You're scrolling through. You're looking at your pictures, your grandma, your dog, some crazy, crazy people doing things, funny videos. And then you see, warning, in bold letters. And you say, tangent. And you're like, oh, here they go. They're just looking for attention. And it's like, I believe that the universe is a industrialized, psycholocate black hole and that God is everywhere and we are all in a matrix of life. And, and they just want attention and they're just trying to prove their point for no reason other than to be right and get attention. And therefore, they lose themselves in doing so. That's like a funny way of really putting that serious. Well, and here I got a funny story about that because every time I've ever like seriously, I've probably done this a few times where I've done, I've the, done it. I've done the tangent thing. I've done it, and it is literally never ever worked <coughs> out. A great story behind this is when I have this opinion about delivery pizza men. Okay, and <laughs> listen, okay. Hear me out there, Chuck. What are you going to say, Listen, boy? Chuck, hear me out. We okay. got 999 million listeners. One of them is a pizza boy. You got to be No, this is going to be a good story. I'm going to tie it in, okay? I've always had this opinion. Like, they didn't never always have that delivery fee. They, they never. Didn't. They, they didn't, didn't always have That's true. And so, all of a sudden, they started. You grew started, up in the 90s. You know that. They didn't. All of a sudden, they started charging this delivery fee, okay? And so, I'm like, to my wife, I always say to her, that darn, I always get this little rant, like, that darn deliver free over there. Shoot, that's their tip. I ain't going to tip nobody. Blah, blah, blah. And she's like, no, you better tip me. You better tip me. I'm like, no, that's a delivery fee. So one day I decided to post on Facebook. I says, delivery fee equals tip. Who's with me? 
You did not. I did too. And everybody, nobody posts. Nobody posts. And then, and then, one of my young men's in my young men's group, um, part of our church, we have a young men's group, and I was a leader. And he's grown up now. He posts on there. Well, no, sorry, sorry. Let me rewind. The young man shows up at my door right after no. I posted it. Right after I posted it, and You're I'm like, lying. I'm like, I'm like, I got to tip this guy. This guy, this is a dang good young man. You're lying. I've got to tip him, and I tipped him. I'm like, and thought about. It. I'm like, right after this, I'm like, wow, that the universe hypocrisy. Just, my universe just slapped me right in the kiss. Wow. And then not only that, he goes on to see my post, and he posts on it, and he tells me this story. Like, he just said, you know, believe it or not, but you know, talking about how how the whole delivery fee works and how much the tip he actually gets and i felt like a horse's patootie after dang and i even said it on As I, well you I, should. I even said it on facebook I'm like man i'm stupid but you're, <laughs> you're out there boy it's like, it's like and i never ever i just shut my mouth i'm like i never ever did it again and like every time i've done something like that that's the way it's worked out but here's the thing is like there's people <laughs> There's people out there that do it all the time. that post it all the time every day, and they don't even like they don't recognize they they are the horse's patootie and don't realize the patootie yeah. horse stinky. It's like, it's like my mama always says. She says if you put out rant posts, you dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Dang man, your mama just sums she's it up. And she's really, she's really wise. She's a good woman. But honestly, that's and we're not. You know, we're not saying don't put out your opinion and things like that it's just when you do it for the wrong purposes it's uh it's it's debilitating to your purpose as a human Mm. it doesn't help you grow it doesn't help you change it doesn't help you mold into who you want to be and i think we can all take something from this and i want to i want to tell a quick thing this is real um i i wasn't much of a I did rant a little bit. I did some stuff, some weird stuff. I was talked about like women <laughs> and stuff. I ain't, I'm gonna stop right there. I was I'll put stuff out there, and uh, I was on the social medias a lot. And this is real. I don't know if there's a direct correlation between. I want your opinion because I'm gonna listen to it. Okay. I don't know if there's a direct correlation between this. I changed in the past couple months i've had a lot of changes i changed jobs now apparently i'm lesser of a man because i sell furniture no you're just, no, you're just a trader um, you're just a trader. <laughs> I'm a trader okay yeah and you're less of a man I a little bit all right anyways i hate you you're a <laughs> terrible person and i love you i'm just kidding but anyways i you know over the course of the past few months i had a lot going on i felt a lot of stress and and so i've done many things to reduce my stress you know, I've tried to work out more. I, I've, uh, you know, tried to, you know, read more books and do things. But one thing I did in particular that I think has made me feel better than anything else. I went on my phone. Y'all all can do this. Everybody, even them, them weirdos with the mandroids. I'm just kidding. Uh, That's a rant. I'm kidding. I, I love Androids. They're great. <laughs> iPhones are better. Whatever. All right. But, uh. You can go on your phone and you go to the settings. And I went I went in there and I put in 
a time limit of my social media. I said 15 minutes a day. And that's Instagram, Twitter, wow. everything. It was like 15 or 20 minutes. And it was like typing a password. And I closed my eyes and I typed some numbers. Oh, my gosh. So, I don't know what that's it is. That's a commitment, boy. That's a commitment, right? Wow. And, and so, now, after 15, 20 minutes, all my apps shut down. Wow. And I don't know the password to get them back on. That is insane. So, until the next day at 12 o'clock a.m., then they turn back on. That is wild. And I'm usually in bed looking at it, and then it's gone, and I don't have the rest of the day. He, you don't know. You don't know the crazy thing <laughs> and, is right here. Let me tell you the crazy thing like this. I have anxiety just thinking about that right now. Listen, listen, listen. We're not crack addicts, bro. Holy I ain't kidding. Cow. I ain't kidding. And 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 I, I didn't do well. It gradually. I think the first time I did it on my first phone was like 35 minutes but i made it down to like 15 or 20 minutes and ever since i did that i have read more books i have watched more videos about black holes i have quantum physics and quantum physics i have learned more i've educated myself i have had deeper conversations with my friends and more than anything else my relationship with my beautiful wife has increased tenfold. That is something. And I don't know. It could be the fact that I stopped wiping boogers under my seat. Or it could be the you fact s- that um I worked Did you in- really stop? No, nah, I didn't. Okay. I didn't. It could be it could be, you know, that I settled into my job. Or it could be that I am, you know, I there's waves of I just I, I that's the that's only it. thing that I really changed. I don't think that's it. And I felt so much better. And I'm not saying it's bad. It's great. We we're on the social medias. Go check us out on Twitter and Instagram <laughs> and the YouTubes. And what else is the other one? Instagram. I, I already said that. Facebook. Facebook. There Facebook. you go. Right? But, and, and it's great. But for me, it was becoming a place where I was reaching out for attention. And I wanted the likes. And when I pushed myself away from it a little bit. And now I go on there to update my friends and see how people are doing. Not crave attention. I have found refound my purpose. Who am I? What wow. am you know? I don't know. What do you think? No, I don't know. Is that, that does is that make something. sense? No, That's true. And That's that, dead truth. Listen, I've I've like I've like thought about like different things I should do, like put my phone away. And it's hard in our family because my wife, her business, she runs on a little phone. bit. It's on it's, her phone. It's tough. It's tough, but like you can tell, like it just like drags her down a little bit, and it drags us down a little bit, like. When we go on dates, it is like hard not it to pull shoot. that sucker out and look it is, at it. It is hard. It's like we, you know, we used to talk. We used to go it's and do hard. all that stuff. And I love her death. She's a great woman. And I, I feel like all I want to do is figure out how to have more quality time with her. And I think that's what it is, is we got to have more quality time with each other. Yeah. We're, girl, we're, we're raising a generation that's not going to know how to talk face-to-face with each other. And don't, don't get They me, don't know how to do it. Don't get me wrong. Like, I've been decreasing my Instagrams. But I watch about an hour and a half of YouTube videos, and I'm on there texting and doing my emails like every second. So it's not like I completely gave it up or that but that's the phone is a bad two thing. hours of your time. It three is hours. legitimate. Jeez. I've saved hours of my week, where which now I read and I develop myself mentally, and I make funny podcasts with you. Mm. And I just it is just it just blessed my life and. And it's just, it's interesting. I want, I want to say something. This is a little deep. This is a little quantum. Okay. Now. 
I think I heard what you said. This is this delicious. Um, <laughs> listen, um, this is just a little excerpt, but this is this is kind of real. It's kind of funny, but it's not. I was listening to Neil deGrasse Tyson, and someone asked him. It was, I think it was Joe Rogan. He asked him his opinion on AI, artificial intelligence, right? And the dude starts talking. He's like, "What do you mean?" He's like, "Well." When do you think artificial intelligence will take over? And he he's like, what do you mean? He's like, you know what I mean. Like AI, the robots. He's like, it's already happened. Think about it. Everything's on your phone. Your phone is a connection, is a part of you. Your 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 emails, your your passwords, your credit cards, your money, your photos of your children, everything. Is on your phone, and it's AI. It legitimate is is part. Of, it's it's so it's gotten so into us, like ingrained in us, that the and and I, I I'm a, I'm as I'm out of I I am part of like I have been a part of this. Like I use my phone too much, but if you look at the poor young generation, they can't live without them. And I feel bad. It's turning into something like people don't have no social skills. And without that, you cannot you can't learn what we're what we're trying to teach you. Like, listen, listen, learn, understand, listen to others and develop your own own self. Because when you're all out there in the in interweb, you're just you're just trying to grasp onto something that maybe really isn't you. It's kind of I don't know. It's just no when that. What I thought about was like that makes sense because your phones are now to the point where they are anticipating what you're going to do next. Legitimately, yeah. Have you turned your do this? Well, I don't know about you, Android user. <laughs> you Apple users, turn your turn your uh, Bluetooth on and uh, sync it to your car, uh-huh. right? Just and then just do your thing for a couple weeks, and then when you get in your car, turn it on. Little thing will pop up on your phone. I'll say fifteen minutes to home. Knows that you're going home because your routine. I'm serious. It's crazy. It's true. It's true. And we all know it's the Illuminati tracking us. But that's another. (laughs) (laughs) That's another. (laughs) No, but they darn Illuminati. They Illuminati. But I love this. This is one of the funnest podcasts I've had. It's just so real. And I think we've talked about like a plethora of things, but but it's beautiful to see how. You know, so many things are connected, right? Like our our motto here is unapologetic. And the basis of that is learning who you really are and and expressing who you are and not being sorry for being being, you know, Chuck or Billy Bob or mm. whoever you are. And everything we talk about leads back to that, you know? Craving attention, reaching out, lashing out, doing things takes away from your purpose. And when you have no purpose, you got nothing. You got no light at the end of the tunnel, per se. I just thought of something. And maybe it's not realistic to think that somebody can actually go 15, 20 minutes off just on social media. I got off it. Or even did a fast. Some people that might end their life. Yeah, no, and I, I ain't... <laughs> I ain't. I ain't. Like, what am I gonna do? I ain't encouraging that. But my my, my wife, she she she's on Twitter's and Instagrams a couple hours a day. Yep. And she put hers at forty five minutes. I ain't judging. 
but it's made her life better. She goes 45 minutes. What if you somehow molded that into also like saying one nice thing to a different person that's part of your social media every day? Shoot, dang. That's a good idea. What if you did that? Why don't you use it for good? Just truthfully to reach out and love someone. It's almost like, I guess it's like, you know, people are craving attention when they do make those posts. Yeah. Or whatever it is. Yeah. And what if you did like, you helped it? Yeah. Like, Is that the right thing to do? I don't know. I don't know the answer. I just don't know if it's like, I don't know. I just thought about that. That's tough. What if you did that though? What if you did that? What would happen? Whatever the world, because it's almost like people, and I was listening to a podcast about this, like, Facebook has algorithms. Oh yeah, and they know they get a more response from like like uh, negative mm-hmm. posts mm-hmm. or like argumentative posts. Mm-hmm. They get more attention, and that's what their whole business is: is it's attention. They get more attention when negative and argumentative posts are put up. So they almost like. Make that shoot up in your feed. Magnify it. Magnify it. Honestly. What if you did something like, what if you tried to like almost fight the system? And then when that all came positivity. Up, and I don't know if, I, I know it might be hard for you people to be like, have some hippy dippy dude talking about, hey, don't shoot them guns. And like some guys like pro gun NRA guy and him being like, <laughs> hey, Mr. Hippie. Uh, you know what? You might be right. You might, <laughs> I don't know what you do. I mean, you know, this is what you do. This is what you do. I appreciate your opinion, yes. Mr. Hippie. Yes. Dude. Yes. And, like, and I love that you have such passion. Such passion in dreadlocks or something. Uh, no, that, that's that's <laughs> the greatest thing. You know what my mom said? My mom said, my mom said, my mom told me this. Kill him with kindness? No. Oh. My mom told me this. And I never thought it was real till I tried it. She said, she said, listen, young Chuck. She said, if someone's being mean to you, someone's treating you terrible, you know what's the worst thing you can do to them? Go up to them, say something nice to them. Mm. It'll freak them out. They won't know what to do. They're treating you bad. They're saying something. They're lashing out. Say, you know what? I really appreciate you as a human being. You do a dang good job at what you do. I hope you have a good day. Shoot. It freaking breaks them down. They don't know what to do. I like that. We encourage you. When when someone's lashing out, reaching out, striving for all this attention, why don't you just compliment them? Give them some love. Shoot. And and it'll maybe it'll change. What would it do to that algorithm? You know, I hope it glitches. I hope it glitches like your eye. Can you imagine all of a sudden like Facebook being like? Positivity. Facebook is down. Uh, we, we have a problem. Algorithm. Uh, overreacted to too much positivity too much and too much uh, niceness in this. We cannot <laughs> let this happen. We must remove all positivity from Legit. the Facebook page. Legit. Let me give you 24 hours and you can get back on. When, but that, that's ridiculous. That's what it's set up to do. Like, our world is crashing down because Everybody wants to argue, fight, and the fact that a big-time company sole algorithm in business and attention is based on negativity and arguments. What do you think? CNN? That's what our freaking world has come to? 
Like, everything. Come on. Everything's all about come the action, the on. worst things that People. are possibly happening. Now, we know. <laughs> I'm so glad we got 999 million followers. <laughs> all of you, why don't you put your comments in the bottom and argue all about all the wicked things we're saying. <laughs> But we, we love y'all, man. We And we encourage you to, you know, this week, why don't you close your eyes, type in a passcode, and set a time limit for your for your Twitters or something. It doesn't have to be. You can pick a thing. You know, just maybe reduce, reduce your craving for attention a little bit this week and compliment and bless someone else's life by when they're mean or rowdy or going against you make them feel good do something nice for them and it might change their life might change their opinion and guess what it'll do to you and your purpose it'll help you grow amen amen spread that positivity spread the positivity but make you know buck the system kill it spread that crap you know spread what I mean? the positivity screw that be a happy happy Doppler effect. <laughs> oh, shoot, dang. Shoot. Well, that, that was pretty good. That was pretty good. I appreciate it. I appreciate it, too. Yeah, We're yeah. going to shout out our uh, oh, yeah. sponsors. Well, you get, you get a shout out. Give a shout out to that Life Karma. Check out this shirt. I don't know if you can see it, but I got a six-pack underneath. That's what they do. They give you six-packs. Life, life Karma. Life isn't fair. Um K-A-R-M-A L-I-F Life Karma um, Go check them out Good sponsors Kind of reminds you that life ain't fair sometimes And you gotta Like we, we've we talked about in other podcasts You gotta kind of eat the poop sandwich sometimes mm-hmm. And just work through it But we hope you enjoyed it today mm. And uh, may God or the universe Or Atomic Particles or black holes be with you. <laughs> Amen, brother. You could tell them that. I've been through hell and back, but I'm home. Can't really complain when it's the life that I chose. Sacrificed it all and everything that I own. Say, what doesn't kill me can only make me stronger. You could tell them that. I've been from hell and back. When the heat is on, I fire back.